This podcast is brought to you by Bonus Room Productions and We Own This Town. I am Jason T. Mears Esquire. And I'm Kelly Hoyle Bullock. And we are San Dimas Today. How's it going, Kelly? JT, I'm out here soaking in the sun, in the sea, and the sand. It's pretty nice, dude. Pretty nice. I, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. You, you've actually escaped your four walls, and now you're in a different set of four walls. But you're 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 vacationing out in North Carolina. But you're alone, right? You are you're doing the solo trek. I'm by myself in a uh, family condo to myself on a uh, spectacularly uncrowded beach. Uh, I'm doing this right. I'm doing it safe. You know. Oh, that's fantastic. That just sounds awesome. Well, you know what's also awesome? What's that? We got to interview Missy for a second time. She came back. Every time we end one of these interviews, we're like, oh, we'd love to have you back on. They're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then, you know, never hear from again. But Amy Stock came right back, like she said she would, and told us all about her adventures on uh, Face the Music. That's right. And uh, we even managed to have a a second special guest on the Mm -hmm. podcast. It's a big night for the Mears family. Uh, My daughter, Amelia, totally barged in on the interview but she was thrilled she was over the moon she got to meet amy stock like she was starstruck just crazy so uh very 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 sweet of dr stock to be as patient as she was with my daughter and to be as patient as she was with us and and all our uh, questions it was quite an adorable moment uh i only hate that we're an audio podcast and i can't show the video of that whole moment because it was really great (laughs) (laughs) so listeners uh Please enjoy the second interview with uh, Dr. Amy Stock, and please be forgiving of of my daughter's adorableness. Excellent! Yay! How are You're you all? great. Thank you so much for talking with yes. us again. The movie was phenomenal. We were yes. so happy with it. Just elated. Uh, so congratulations. Uh, well, thank you. I, I was in like a spit part, but it was um, the film itself was... It was everything we wanted it to be, or at least I was hoping it would be, and I'm sure it is for, for all the guys and everybody. It was just, it was a continuation of the story. It wasn't a rehashing of a lot of, you know, old jokes that don't work anymore. They really continued the story, and that, and not only did they continue it, they did it in such an upbeat, wonderful way. I mean, Jason, you're on Twitter. You see what everybody's tweeting about and how they mm-hmm. love the relationship of the dads and the daughters and, you know, before all of this came out, there was a big hoopla, of course, about being woke and having the, the boys be, be girls. I'm sorry. I think it's the perfect, most brilliant move you could ever do because, and Ed explained it in a tweet. He said, the more they worked with two guys, two sons, it, it just wasn't working. Right. And, you know, he had said that they had done that. They had done Bill and Ted with two yeah. boys because Bill and Ted were boys. Right. Yes. And it, yeah. Oh man, it was just, it was so refreshing. And the third time I watched it, I I took my daughter with me to the drive-in and we saw it there and she was over the moon, over the moon. I mean, she was like, daddy, I can save the world. I'm like, yes, you can, honey. Yes, you can, sweetheart. You tell it from Missy. Yes, you can. That's fabulous. Yeah. That's, and you know, I don't know if that was what they intended. I'm sure it wasn't. I think they just changed it because it wasn't working with two guys. And then they changed it to the girls. They cast two perfect young actresses to play both of those characters. I mean, when I first saw the girls working, I was I was cracking up. I was like, oh my God, that's Alex and Keanu right there. That was just the, one of the big parts about how wonderful this, this film actually turned out. And the other one is 
I mean, yeah, we would have all loved to have had a big Hollywood premiere and all splashy and non screens and whatever, but we didn't get that. We got a pandemic where everyone's shut down, but this, this film could not have come out at a better time. The message is, you know, it's so important for everybody right now. So it is. And, and the idea that, you know, things are so down right now and you could not have tried to craft a more perfect movie for the moment than was already crafted. I mean, if you would have tried, you would have failed. Yeah. Perfect, perfect timing on the delivery. Just what we all needed. Logistically speaking, I, I want to know when they first reached out to you about Face the Music and they're like, hey, we're, we're doing this. Are you in? When, when did they first reach out to you? And you were like, wow, this, this might really be happening. Um, it wasn't an official reach out. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I just love the whole progression of all of these. Um, I started hearing rumors, inklings about a third one many years ago when I was teaching mm-hmm. uh, back in Illinois when I was getting my degree. I was teaching at a community college and I was teaching film history, no less. And my students started, hey, you're going to make a third one. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, you know, whatever. I think this is like back in 2012 or 13 or four, somewhere around there. I unofficially officially heard about it uh, about, I think it was about three years ago. Uh, I was down in Anaheim doing Wondercom for Boom mm-hmm. Studios. And as a matter of fact, I have it right here. Yeah, the comic mm-hmm. book series they came out with. And, you know, Missy has a little storyline in this one. And it's not for this. I was actually going to use it for something else. <laughs> show and tell. Yeah. So uh, I was down there uh, in Boom Studios booth uh, signing autographs. And with me was Brian Lynch. I don't know if you guys know Brian Lynch, the writer mm-hmm. of Pets and Minions. So wonderful to meet him. He's a huge Bill and Ted fan, by the way. So that was cool meeting him. But the other person in the booth was Scott Kroof, who is, you know, the original yeah. producer. Love him so much. And so at some point, we hadn't seen each other in 30 years. And at some point, uh, we were so happy reconnecting. And then he leans over to me sometime in the afternoon. And he goes, by the way, there's a third script and you're in it. And I went, I just, I (laughs) exploded. I excused myself and I ran up to the lobby and I called my son right away. And I said, guess what? So unofficially, officially heard it there. Okay. Then segue the next year, uh, they were doing a movie showing of the two first films down in Santa Monica at a movie theater. And uh, Alex and Scott were there and they were going to do a talk back afterwards. And I read about it and I thought, oh, this will be fun. I'll just go down and be a part of the audience. So I did. And I and I kind of introduced myself to who I thought was running the um, the show. And I went, hi, I'm Amy Stock. I, I'm in the film. I play Missy. I said, he just, oh, what? It was, yeah, yeah, that's me. So uh, they invited me up afterwards on stage to do some of the talk back. And that was really cool. Uh, was the first time I'd seen Alex since Bogus Journey. Uh, and again, Scott was there. And as we're walking out, he again... <laughs> leans over to me and he whispers in my ear, by the way, guess what you're going to be doing in this third film? And that's when he told me um, what was going to happen with my character. And I went, um, okay, sounds <laughs> intriguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a couple of years ago. And then officially, officially heard that it was a go for me. It was right after, I don't know if you guys know, last spring, Alex and Keanu snuck into the Hollywood Bowl and they did a little uh, advertisement saying, we're probably maybe going to shoot a film this summer. Well, I saw that too on social media and I was like, oh, oh, well, I haven't heard anything. Maybe they, you know, decided to not use me, whatever. 
And I was kind of bummed out the rest of the day, as you do as an actor. And uh, the next day I get this email from Scott and it was an old email and I checked it and I, it was from Scott. And he said, I've been trying to get a hold of you. I guess I don't have your phone number. So I, he gave me his, I called him right away. And that's when he said, yes, you are in it. We're, let's get it going. And that was the official one. That's, oh, that's, so that's cool. great. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have happened any other Bill and Ted way, man. <laughs> Not kidding you. So. so when you find out that you're marrying Deacon Logan, uh, what was your initial reaction? And then, and then maybe walk us through actually meeting Beck Bennett and then performing it all. So, yeah, well, that's, that was the second, by the way, from Scott Kroof I told you about after the talk back is he leaned over to me and he said, well, you're going to be married to Deacon. And I went, like I said, I went, my brain just went, kind of went, Arr. you know, he's, uh, and again, don't know the decisions, whatever. Um, instead of, I, I guess I, I'm done with the older and working my way backwards now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it seems okay for the character, although I would have preferred to be married to death because that would make me the queen of the underworld. I mean, sure. Ooh, that's a great yeah. call. Yeah. And that so, is a really nice pad he has down there. It's, yes, it's really nice. Yeah, it I, I could have loved to have just moved into that and made it my own. So, um, <laughs> But it's, it was Deacon, and at first, I just kind of went, ew, I, I don't know about that. I, I think that's kind of weird. Um, and at that time, Deacon, in the original two films, was only, what, about three or four years younger than Keanu, than Ted, than Keanu's mm-hmm. character, right? Which, okay, I can handle that, whatever. Uh, and then Beck Bennett was cast, and... I didn't know Beck's work. I'm, I'm not, I don't watch SNL anymore. Um, so I didn't really know his work. I knew of him. Uh, and I knew that he was in his late mid to late thirties. <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> Oh my God, he's almost my son's age. I, I don't know. <laughs> that interesting. Uh, when did I, I first met Beck on, on oh, set, wow. uh, when we were on our first day of shooting. Um, and that's, yeah, that's when I first met him and we we talked a little bit and it, luckily for both of us and for me in particular uh, my first day of shooting was we started out with the camera on the two guys so i could sit at the table and i could react off camera with them and i could see how they worked together again because i hadn't seen them like i said in like 30 years and just watching them work together and being able to react off camera was was so important for me because it helped me ease back into Missy and to be reacting like her. And then Beck was beside me and we were kind of, you know, trying to do some things off camera together and playing around with a few things. And, and then we went for it. I mean, it was, he's very funny, obviously. He's, he's great at improv. Okay. So the dance scene, right? The dance with that really odd, lovely (laughs) song. Um, At first, I mean, I read it, and in the script, it just said they're doing a mix of can-can and cha-cha and, and Charleston and the frug and, you know, all these dances. So we, there really wasn't anything specified. And Dean's the kind of director, in, as far as I know, where he just went, okay, why don't you guys try it first and let's see what you come up with. <laughs> and so they started doing it, and uh, he, Beck and I just took off. I, I started, you know, doing the monkey, and he's, like, moving all around <laughs> We were so exhausted after that one little take, and then Beck comes over and he goes, "Okay, well, 
let's try it this way instead. So uh, he just wanted us to play it very real and very trying to dance to the music, which I think turned out uh, obviously a lot funnier. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sorry that a lot more of that isn't in the final cut because it truly was quite funny. At one point, Beck's trying to calm me down. I'm smiling at the crowd and we're coming back in. And and as soon as I, he was here and I turned my head this way and his nose went right into my eye. (laughs) uh, There was a lot of fun stuff in that. Um, And then uh, the the famous lovely kissing scene, the freaky deaky scene, right? (laughs) So I knew it was coming up. I knew it was coming up. And man, you know, guys, I'm 61, almost 62 years old. And like I said, Beck's a freaking lot younger than I am. And so in between, right before we were going to start doing that scene, I went over to, to Dean and I said, okay, Dean, you, you remember in Bogus Journey where I, you know, enter the party and I walk up to Hal Landon and I just give, you know, I just lay one on him and I go for it and we're having a lot of fun. I said, okay, so on the spectrum from that to this, where are we? What, what do we want? Mm-hmm. And he just went, I want that and I went, <laughs> yay! Here we go. <laughs> and uh, right, yeah, so he wanted he wanted it all, and I frankly have not done that to a, a person in a very long time. So Beck and I are sitting at the table waiting for the scene just right before they yell action, and I don't know where this came from, but I leaned over and I said, Beck, I sincerely apologize for what I'm about to do to you. <laughs> and then they went action, and we we just went for it. So um, yeah, I have to commend Beck though because you know it's not easy to have someone who could be your mother, you know, doing that to you, and and right. him going for it. So it was, um, you know, honestly, he didn't he did not make me feel uncomfortable at all. That wasn't it. It was just me, the older woman, kind of feeling just a tad shy but uh yeah it's acting so you go for it and it was yeah. a lot of fun yeah well it it looked great and it, it was hilarious and it was just perfect i mean just great yeah. grace note for the character as far as the stuff that didn't make it into the movie i really hope with this one that uh some of those outtakes get preserved because i know there's yeah. a lot of missing footage from the first two that you know we're uh probably not going to see but who knows so hopefully with a dvd release there will be some extras some outtakes that would be fun that would be a lot of fun because there there actually is quite a bit that was cut, mm-hmm. uh, not just not just for me, but there were I noticed from the script there were other things that were were cut. But you know that is to tell the story, and that's up to the director, sure. the leader, that's up to them to tell the story. So uh, yeah, it would be a lot of fun to see some of the outtakes. That would be cool. It yeah. seems like with all three Bill and Ted movies, there's a requirement that it has to be an hour and a half long, the final cut. So. Unfortunately, I mean, I I would have taken a seven hour cut, but if it's, if it's 90 minutes, then I'll I'll take what I can get. Okay. Seven hours might be a bit much, but yeah. Don't take this from me. Don't take this from me. (laughs) I I thought it was kind of cool though, that once they got to the actual countdown, that was a pretty cool thing to add into the film. So I liked that Mm -hmm. part. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, How long were you down there filming? I was there. I went uh, down for about, a week and a half the first time. Uh, The first time they flew me down, I believe on a Thursday because they wanted to do some hair and makeup and wig and all that stuff over the weekend. And I asked, can I just be there so I can acclimate a little? (laughs) And then uh, I was there for the full week of filming. And then I went home for a week. And during that week, not only did I have to catch up on my eight classes I was teaching, but uh, I, I had written 
a play, a, a one-act play, and it had been accepted into a film or a play festival. And that festival was that week. So I went home to watch that and the rehearsals and all of that, which was very exciting. And then uh, flew back for about another week and a day to finish up for the last scene. So that was that was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, yeah. No, it was great. It was. Uh, God, I love New Orleans. Just oh, love it. My, love my it. Favorite. Love it. Favorite city, favorite city. Oh, the food is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I look like, well, I gained so much weight, but that's probably <laughs> it is because the food down there is incredible. Uh, it was about 900 million degrees and right. 5,000% humidity, and we had horrible thunderstorms every day, which I loved, actually, because, you know, <laughs> out here in California, you don't get any of that. Uh, but, yeah, it was um, it was a wild ride down there. Um, did you get a chance besides Beck Bennett to talk to any of the new cast members or get to know any of them? Yeah. Um, not, not get to know them. No, we, mm. we, we weren't in any of the scenes except for the last one. And, and we hung out, uh, in this big warehouse in the studios. Uh, and so, but it was nice to meet all of them. I did meet all of them. Uh, at one point we were waiting to shoot some of the final scene. And we, like I said, we were all in this big warehouse. That's where they had all of our chairs. And I had brought with me a still from, uh, oh, hi. Hi, honey. Let me say hi to. Sorry, somebody's finishing up her homework. Hold on. She's adorable. Go ahead. Hi. hi. Speaking of the microphone. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Did you you enjoy the drive-in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? It was amazing. Good, good, (laughs) cool. What was your favorite part? Pretty much all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. You got a politician on your hands there, Jason. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. Cool. What grade are you in? Second grade. Second grade. Yep. Wow. And this is my second time I've had had the same teacher. Oh, well, that's kind of nice, though, huh? So yep. you get to, Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, good. Yep. Have fun in second grade, and good luck with everything. Mm-hmm. And and I've had her when I was in kindergarten. Oh. Okay. So you skipped a grade, and then she's back again. Well, that's kind of fun. She moved to second grade uh-huh. to do her teaching. Yeah. Well, that's nice. I'm glad. You know, I was your age and in your grade, second grade, when I promptly announced to my mother I was going to be a movie star. Wow. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so if your teacher starts talking to you about careers – Listen up. You may choose one for the rest of your life. (laughs) It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too. Bye, Amelia. Have fun. She's adorable. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. No, she's adorable. That's great. And I was dead serious. I was in second grade. We had career day. Oh, wow. Second grade. And that's when I just, that was it. I'm going to be a movie star. That's awesome. That's great. So what was I saying? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, backstage, waiting waiting to go back on, and we, pretty much all of us were there, and uh, I had brought this still from uh, Exxon Adventure, you know, the scene with the phone booth and all the figures and me watering, and I just kind of, I had made copies of it, and I pulled it out, and I just, everybody was kind of really tired at that point, because it was an all-night shoot, and I walked around, I said, would you sign my yearbook? <laughs> I wanted to get their signatures, um, so here it is, I don't know if you can see it, it's got oh, everybody's yeah. signatures around it, right? So every time I went up to somebody, they just looked at that and went, 
oh, look at that. They were so happy and impressed. And uh, Alex signed it right here in the middle of his sweatshirt. And um, where's Keanu's? Keanu, oh yeah, here he is right here. I had him sign it as well. And you know, the looks on everybody's faces when they saw that was just, it was priceless. Because <laughs> you could tell how much that little film meant to all of us and, and just the love. And Anthony Kerrigan loved to come and visit the set, just loved, even though he wasn't shooting. Uh, he knew everybody was there that night and pretty much that was going to be our last night. So he wanted to come and say goodbye to some of his friends. Right. And I had never met him before. And actually at that point, I didn't even, I didn't know, I knew he was the robot, but I had never seen him before. And so he was coming and he was talking to some people. And so I got up and I was going to head to the craft table. He actually left, said, excuse me, left that and walked over to me pur purposely to say, I just wanted to meet you. I, I'm a huge fan of the films and I went, oh, she's so sweet. So yeah, uh, they were just all, all great. Desmond was cool and Daniel and the two girls, really nice, nice guys and really great characters too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it looked like everybody on set was just having a blast. I yeah. mean, uh, I, I spent a little bit of time down in New Orleans at the same time you guys were filming. So I know it was just crazy heat <laughs> and like crazy storms, but, um, it looked like everyone was having a blast and just a lot of fun. You could, you could tell everybody was bringing their a game at all points. Oh yeah. The energy and the excitement. And, and I, I love talking to the crew. I love looking at the, I have all kinds of pictures of the camera equipment cause it's freaking amazing. And those guys walked me all through the new camera equipment and all the remote control focusing and stuff. Cause I teach camera. So <laughs> I, I was allowed to take a lot of pictures and I just, I love that. I love talking. But just every time I would talk to somebody, I, I, I called and said, can I come work on this? I, I knew this was filming down here, so I, I wanted to come work on this film. I can't tell you how many people told me that because of them being fans. And then at one point, one of the guys said, yeah, it was like when they first brought the phone booth on set for the first time, everybody just watched it drive by. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Kind of. So that's, um, that's another really neat thing about this being 32 years later, because a lot of the fans of the original films are now very prominent actors and producers and people mm -hmm. in the business. And so when you, when you look at them and go, I just, Bill and Jenna, just, I'm such a huge fan. I'm like, Oh wait, Oh my God, I'm a fan of yours. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> that's wonderful. So yeah, it's a real cool, cool community. It, it is. And another thing I've got to say, like, you know, you talked about how, what a great job they did with the script and how it wasn't a rehash. I mean, you look at, not not to denigrate Star Wars or anything, but you look at the most recent trilogy and how Force Awakens was basically just the first Star Wars told over again. That had to be the the studios, I'd assume, like, instinct would be like, let's reboot this or let's rehash it and let's just oh, yeah. do fan service. And, and the fact that that wasn't what we got and it was a great continuation was just... Delightful. Well, that's, um, I don't know if you if you've read anything Alex has been saying or, or Ed, but that's exactly what the studios wanted at first. That's why yeah. it took so long to get produced, even with Keanu attached. Uh, they wanted a reboot, and the guy said, absolutely not. You yeah. can't have Can you imagine a reboot of Bill and Ted? I, I, I just, you, you can't recreate that magic. You can't recreate that. W wasn't and, there a suggestion to use, like, TikTok or Instagram stars or something like that in the film, I think? <laughs> At one point, I think that was a suggestion. Oh, man. Oh, Lord, help me. I, oh, yikes. Yeah. 
No, no. I mean, whatever, folks. That's that's great. But you you go find your own characters to create. These are taken, you know. Yeah, Yeah. for sure, for sure. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Huge, massive. But yeah, after seeing the last one, I loved it. But I I turned to my son and I said, "Isn't that what we just? That's a whole just retelling of New Hope." And and he said, "Yeah, well, that's you know, Mom, you got to continue the generation." So. Yeah, I, I guess. Again, I think that's the brilliance of the writing and the collaborating. They didn't do that. So that's cool. Yeah, really cool. We recently talked to Laura Shapiro, who wrote the book and also was a consultant on the script. And, you know, she pointed out that, uh, you know, one of the reasons that the script turned out so amazingly well is that they had so long to write it and craft it and, and hone it yeah. down. And yeah. it really... Yeah really shows up on the screen. Yeah, it does. And the nuances and the, and then the actors take it and they just add their spice to it. So it's funny. Uh, just talking about new Orleans, uh, I have a really close friend who works in the union down there and he didn't actually get to work on face the music, but he had several friends that were working on it. And occasionally I would get the, uh, the photograph texted to me from the set, you know, like don't show anyone, don't tell anyone this, but that, that was pretty fun. It's, it, it just seemed like everyone involved was either a fan or became, you know, aside from maybe the folks in the film that were not alive when, when the first movies came out. <laughs> but it seems like they all became fans. And like we had said earlier, just, just the fact that everyone was just so happy to be working on it. Yeah, it's, it's a cool, it was a, it was a magical experience. It was a great way to end this little Cinderella story of these three films, um, especially with Excellent Adventure. Now, did you go to the, the drive-in premiere that they had? out there i did i did i went down to the what is it mad tiki drive-in uh i did and i went and i watched uh excellent adventure it was cool to see it on the screen like that <laughs> um but i did not stay for face the music because i had promised i wanted to watch it with my son and so he and i did a zoom meeting on friday night and he and i watched it together oh that's great that's great <laughs> i assume he liked it Yes, he liked it a lot. He was he was down. He visited me on the second week, so he got to meet uh, Scott Muscutty, which is one of his heroes from college, and he got to watch us film a little bit of the final concert scene. So that wow. was fun. Oh, yeah, cool. and we of course we ate our way through New Orleans together. It was fabulous, and listened <laughs> to jazz, and that was. Mm-hmm. Fun. But yeah, um, I don't. That was our thing when he was growing up it was we sit down and we have nachos and we watch a movie together and there was no way i was gonna ruin that so yeah so that was cool we got that's to do really it. cool yeah. that's awesome even though he's three thousand miles away but that's yeah. uh that's it and that's our that's our trilogy so yeah. i i think i think we're good i i think he what what they did is they ended the trilogy well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us again we really 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 appreciate it this is and delightful and insightful as always. So thank you so much. Yes. And you are more than welcome. So thank you. All right, man. That was that was so fantastic for her to give us some more time. You know, I was just a guy sitting in the room while the two of you just fawned o- over each other. I just, uh, you know, it's a love story in the making, it feels like. Hey, hey no, 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 no. It's, it's you know what? <laughs> One, you're never just in the room. You're you're you were you're in it always. And and two, you know, like Doctor Stock and I were simpatico. 
follow each other on Twitter, and uh, you know that's that's the much hey. bigger honor of me. But it, it, it's great that she's taking the time to talk to us. It, it's a platonic love. I was it, not absolutely. trying to insinuate anything else here. Come on, man. Come we on. we are we are a family oriented podcast most of the <laughs> we time. We are. We are. <laughs> uh, and, and speaking of platonic and family oriented, how about that story about uh, Beck Bennett? That was hilarious. Yeah, pretty great. Uh, you know, it was definitely one of the first things I wanted to ask about. Because, you know, I, I think she made a valid point in terms of, uh, hmm, why would I be going after the younger guy now? Which, yeah. you know, totally fair. Yeah, totally, totally fair. But uh, love, loved every part of Missy and Face the Music. I'm glad she was able to come back. I'm glad that all of that worked out. It sounded like it got hairy there for a while. Just fantastic. Can't thank her enough for coming on the show twice now. Dude, th- this uh, this has been great. Um Look forward to talking to you again soon. I might come back. I might come back. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> you know, good good news is, is we've got internet almost everywhere now. Yeah, uh, it's great. We can do this. And we've proven that we don't actually need to be in the room with each other, which is great because about a year into the, making this podcast, we discovered we hated each other. So yeah, this has really done wonders for us. I know. It's, it, you know, like the Almond Brothers, they couldn't, they all had to have different buses eventually. That's wow. us. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got two tour buses for one one podcast. <laughs> I think one tour bus for a podcast would be excessive. So <laughs> the fact that we have two, we're making it. Uh, by the way, big shout out to all our friends in Slovenia. Thanks thanks for making us chart out there. We really appreciate it, guys. Number twenty four. Woo! And uh, you know, I guess we also want to thank Michael Eads, right? And we own this town, and Scott Brickland and Scooby Tunes music, and uh, JT. Keep on being excellent to each other. And uh, keep on keeping on and party on, dudes. We'd be remiss if we didn't let you know that our first interview with you is far and away our most popular episode easily like the, the amount of <laughs> downloads and listens and watches on youtube it's been oh, crazy so uh, just so you're aware it just blows everything else we've done out of the water so thank you All for right. coming back again no problem no problem if i ever do anything major again i'll let you know All right. please awesome. do we're thanks. here for it thanks Andy. thank All you right. so much bye guys thank bye. you bye.